enter your gym era for good. But are you constantly trying to lose weight and then you do and then you gain it or you lose it again and then you gain it back? <laughs> Hello, I feel that problem. My name is Madison and I am the host of the Get Up and Glow podcast. And in today's episode, I am sharing all of the mistakes that I have made on my fitness journey and how I created a fitness and health routine that is sustainable, maintainable, easy and allows me to feel confident while also just living a life that I truly love. Okay, you guys know the drill. I like to start my podcast with doing like the ins and outs of my life before we get into it. So without further ado, let's go into the ins and outs. Okay, so my first out is overworking and struggling to find balance. I don't know what it is. Well, I do actually, that's a lie. When it comes to summertime, I want to do a hundred things. Like it's sunny. It's beautiful. I want to go out and see my friends. I want to go out for a barbecue. I don't know. I want to go for a picnic. I want to go plant flowers. But then I also have that side hustle girl boss side of me is as cringy as it sounds where I want to like build my podcast. I want to really invest in my career. And not only that, I want to work out and see my friends and go swimming and all of these things. And I know that I'm privileged enough to be in my mid twenties, like with the dual income, because my boyfriend and I live together and being able to have the experience, to just choose the fun things I want to do. Although they are overwhelming because there's so much to do in a day to be able to, man to maintain my life. Uh, I'm trying to slow down and learn that it's not that deep. And one day I'm going to have children and I won't be able to have the luxury of selecting all these different hobbies I want to do and that I can't even get done in a day just because I'll have to focus on working, maintaining my career, my relationship with my husband, and then obviously raising children. So it's not that deep. I need to slow down and overworking myself. It's out. Ins are good friends. I have been so overwhelmed with the amount of support and love that I've gotten from my friends and every aspect of my life lately. I figured like, I'm in the point of my life where I feel like I'm genuinely at the peak of finding like the most amazing, authentic people in my life who truly love me for who I am. I love them for who they are. There are a bunch of women, mostly, who just support each other and build each other up in our successes and be there for each other in our failures. And I think that, you know, a few years ago, like I was struggling with like the type of people I had around me. And, you know, I feel like as you age, you really start to figure out who is in your core and just the importance of strong female friendships, female friendships that are relatable to you, female friendships that feel good to you in different moments, you know, because some friends are going to be the ones that are really, really fun that you want to go shopping with. And then the others, you're going to be there for you in like your dark times. And you, when you, a girl going through something, you want to go talk to them about it. And then some friends are just like there to make you laugh or like you have similar interests. But I find like, all of my friends I have in my life are like the perfect combination of all of those things. And I feel so blessed to have such amazing women in my life. Uh, and it's just been a great time. Okay, the next in is a little bit different. And that is protein powder as the, the topic of this podcast is how to enter your gym girl era. So of course, I'm going to be bringing this up. But I have found the best vegan protein powder. It's called Vega. It's the chocolate one I got on Amazon for like $30. It actually tastes okay. I mean, for a protein powder, it's a little sweet, but it's way better than whey because I find with whey, it breaks me out. It made me so, so bloated because I am someone who suffers from bloating. But with the vegan protein powder, it just, I do not have those side effects. So it is totally an in for me. Okay, and the last in is having the mindset that you are living in a TV series. Okay, that sounds weird, I know, but hear me out. 
I was scrolling on TikTok as I always do a few days back and I saw this TikTok with a woman explaining, you know, her and her friend's mindset of everything that they do is for the plot on a TV series. Like they're in season one or they're going into season two and they think of like, what would season three version of me be doing right now? And you know, with a TV show, like if you do the same old things and you don't go to your comfort zone or there's nothing like pivotal that happens, it's a boring show and it's going to get canceled. But you're like, you don't want to be like that. You want to be like Grey's Anatomy where your show goes on and on forever and people are watching it like indefinitely and how can you do that well like doing things for the plot like going out and just experiencing life and even if you fail it's just for the tv show like it's just like the moment so if you do something where like you don't get the job your dream job that you interviewed for it's it's just for the plot it's just because you're in season three you have to get to season four to get what you need you know or for instance like going to a really scary social event that you really want to go to but you're all alone you don't know anyone there go do it anyways, do it for the plot. You're just on a TV show and that's what that person would do. And that has made me rethink and reevaluate my life so much. Like a 30 second TikTok, it has changed me. I love that mindset. So it's something I am currently practicing. Maybe I will do a podcast on it later on after I've exercised it for a little bit longer to let you girls know how I am doing with it. But it's totally in because I love that. I'm here for that mindset. Okay, so now let's get into the tips. With that being said, before I do, I would love it so much if you would stop and subscribe like this video if you're on YouTube, leave a rating if you're listening on Spotify or Apple. Like you don't have to write anything, just like the like, give me like your star rating and it would make my day. It's going to help me find more girlies that just want to glow up, get organized and have like that girl tips, but in a way that's actually healthy and not toxic. Cause I know there's so much like content creators who give like advice that's just not realistic. And there are people who like, no, don't understand that people work a nine to five job and have to clean their apartments and do things on a budget. But I am here to tell you, I'm going to give you all the girly secrets and all the tips to like live your best life, most authentic life without like, and essentially with like the least amount of friction possible. So if you're here for these tips, share the podcast with someone that you think is going to like it. Uh, subscribe, like, do all of that fun stuff. I am on TikTok, which is at the get up and, which Andy glow podcast. Uh, and I have to specify the and because I know some girlies get mixed up because like the actual podcast name has the and symbol. <laughs> Regardless, let's get into it. Okay, now let's go back to the bad old days. So what were the bad old days? I'm just going to give you essentially a really quick, as quick as I can, synopsis of my childhood trauma and how it led me to go into a really deep fitness journey, which I thought was healthy at the time until I grew into womanhood and realized it absolutely was not. And that all started with grade 10 me walking into my class on Valentine's Day and someone called me Muffin Top Madison. I know, so funny. <laughs> so not really, but like that's something that like I don't know. I would hear things like because in high school, especially back when I was in high school, like, those were common like occurrences to like pick on people. And I never really told anyone that like that happened to me, except for like maybe like closest friends. Uh, and it's something that like it bothered me. I remember going home and like instantly starting to work out and like trying to figure out a diet tips at like 15 years old. And looking back at myself at 15, like I was so thin. With that being said, like I always have struggled with like that muffin top area, but honestly, like even when I was deep in my fitness journey, I had a little bit of like what someone would call like a paunch. I like to call it a kangaroo pouch because I think it's like a cuter way of saying it, you know, like we should just embrace our bodies. So I always call it my little kangaroo pouch because kangaroos are cute and so am I. Uh, with that being said, like as I grew up, I realized like I was born to uteruses. So of course, like women have uteruses or a uterus typically, and that uterus is going to pop out and that 
creates a part of the bulge, you know? So no matter how much you work out, like you're always going to have a little bit there typically in some capacity because it's like your literal organs. And I have two of them. So I always have had a little bit of a punch where like I, in some cases, look like I'm like three to four months pregnant, like not anywhere else in my body, but on particularly like my uterus area and like there have been people like as I was gaining weight when I was like not prioritizing my health and fitness where a lot of people would think I was pregnant because of the way I carried my body weight which was so unfortunate and it's so triggering as well with that being said like comments like that or even comments like Spongebob Squarepants because I had like a non-defined booty I had like my hip dips it was so upsetting and that is what started like I used to be so confident when I was young and then those comments like really skyrocketed the whole how can I fix this I need to be like as skinny and as beautiful as possible like mindset when I was in high school okay so that is what led me into my gym era so when I was in grade 12 I was on a mission to be the skinniest I could be for prom keep in mind like I was not prioritizing the healthiest I could be although I thought I was my mindset and my whole goal was not how can I nurture my body how can I make this sustainable for me so I throughout my whole life I can have good like lifestyle and eating habits no I was like how can I go one, like zero to 100 like, like pull out all the stops and like lose as much weight as possible uh and I would go and follow all of these really intense like creators on YouTube I would spend so much money on like health and fitness foods I would wake up every morning eat egg whites and kale uh fish every single day and rice for for dinner uh, I was honestly so bad to the point where if anyone knows me knows I could like totally eat a large but like a layered butter thing of popcorn at Cineplex like it's my favorite guilty pleasure in the world and the way I would go to the movies when I was in this era and bring carrot sticks was actually sad and I had no idea that this way of like distorted distorted eating like was a problem I just thought that was me being oh my gosh like everyone online is telling me that like eating healthy is good so like this is good for me like tracking my calories is good for me these girls are making like 1200 calorie a day videos that's what I need to do and that is what I did I would go so hard to make sure I got 1200 calories a day which is not healthy for me or for my body weight and height and I honestly don't think it'd be healthy for any woman to be honest I think it's really low please don't do that that is what like my one of my biggest mistakes uh I would go around like even like for on vacations and wake up early go to the gym or whatever I would be doing I would move around like pace the floor run up and down like bounce on things like just so I could honestly always be moving so I could because to me that was like burning calories which was oh my gosh the, every time I move or doing anything like extra calories I'm burning I'm going to lose more weight I'm going to be healthier which was not the case it just was so obsessive that I was consuming my entire life with what I'm eating how I'm eating thinking about my next meal and how I can make it healthier or feeling guilty if I didn't which honestly got to the point where I would go to fast food restaurants with my family on vacations and order like a salad and not even enjoy it which was crazy and I was so young back then like I could have ate the food that I wanted to and, and honestly not even seen that much of a difference because my metabolism was okay but like that was just it was a whole really unhealthy really bad era and honestly I didn't even realize that 
I had lost the weight because I remember like people telling me and noticing and commenting on that weight loss, which honestly made me want to do it more because they were always saying it in a positive way. Never once did I get it in like a negative way, which is the funny thing and the toxic thing about commenting on someone's weight loss. And I've learned that now as an adult woman, even recently, like with my grandmother, I commented on her weight loss a few months back when I saw her because she was someone that was like struggled with that. I knew she would always try to prioritize that and she really wanted to lose weight. And last time I saw her, she lost like a significant amount of weight. But now I've realized it's because she was sick and not because she was trying to prioritize her health. Well, she was, but it's not like she was on like a very healthy diet where like she was really working on that. And that was her goal. Like she lost the weight because of her literal cancer. Uh, And that just reiterates to me that like to never comment on someone's weight loss because you don't know if it's like an illness. You don't know what it's caused by. And like, if anything, if it is something that is like distorted it's or distorted, it's just going to make that person want to do it more. So I think there's other ways to like help someone through that or tell someone that they think they like you like you think they look good without having to make it about weight and I think us as a society should like really try to start prioritizing that like the oh you lost so much weight I think it's something that we should kind of phase out because you don't know like the reasonings behind why someone's losing weight or gaining weight and I think it just should be something like it's not talked about anymore but it's something that like in our society which we're so you know progressive it's something I haven't really heard a lot of people say it so maybe that's an unpopular opinion but uh, okay going back to like my original topic when I first realized I was like oh my gosh like I actually lost quite a bit of weight was when I went I was going to a party with one of my friends at the time and I thought she was like thin I was like oh my gosh I want to be like this girl like so badly and I thought I was nothing like that or not even like or like maybe I was close but you know I tread on her jeans and they just fell right off of me like literally fell off of me which I was not expecting um nor everyone else that's the thing everyone else in the room who was there were just like of course it's gonna happen because like they obviously could see me but I couldn't see how thin I was I'm saying it like I was like really thin like 99 pounds I wasn't I was still like eating enough to the point where I was like at a healthy body weight but I was getting to be really really low I think I was like 120 something pounds and for me that's like not that healthy because I'm like five seven um so like it was like I was still maintaining like a decent decently healthy BMI but it was getting to the point where it just was like it was a little too thin where it was borderline like getting to be unhealthy just especially just because of the way I was thinking through it but that was the moment where I was like oh this is a thing. And I remember like right before prom too, having to go and get my dress taken in twice uh, because I kept losing so much weight regardless. Um, That was my whole story of like when I, my first experience with trying to diet and health and fitness, which is not health and fitness. Let me make that very clear. That was just my first toxic experience with that. And that was a result from a lot of like the, what I see now with just like that girl videos where it's like, like what I eat in a day where it's again, the same thing, like, which is why I'm creating this video. Cause I want to give you the, that girl tips that are actually healthy and sustainable. So you can feel good about your body and you can start a healthy you know fitness journey without being influenced by all that on the internet because I was and that's what happened to me I was unhappy I was unhappy I was not I thought I was healthy but I was not doing it in the healthiest way for me and I would like absolutely advise against anything I just said and if you are struggling with that like 
I'm here for you girly like get help go talk to someone about it if you don't know who to talk to you if you feel weird to talk dm me on instagram at madisonwithlundy.haynes just be like girly like I don't know what to do this is me and I feel like crap but I don't want to tell anyone I I will respond to you and like I won't tell anyone I will be there for you girly I understand like the whole mindset and the obsession with it that being said let's get on to the next phase so what goes up must come down, especially with me. I am obsessive. So I go zero to 100 with everything I do. And I've been working on that as an adult. That being said, when I went to university, things got tough and I was getting really stressed and I was anxious. I was unhappy and I didn't know what to do with my life. So I went and got on medication, which I am off now. But this type of medication was for my anxiety. And if you are someone who's been on any type of like antidepressant or anxiety medication, they often come with weight gain. And I remember almost not taking it because I was so scared I was going to gain weight. But then I was more scared of just feeling anxious every single day. And because I didn't know how to deal with that off of medication, uh, which are tips I've learned now in my like mid 20s, regardless, I went on it and I started to slowly gain weight because I was so hungry all the time no matter what I ate I was never full I would eat a full dinner and then I have to like eat another dinner and like an hour or two later constantly snacking and I got to the point where I just developed such unhealthy eating habits before with like my like being healthy that I just figured like oh well I'm gonna gain weight what's the point and it got to the point where I would go and like be out with someone and order like 20 chicken McNuggets and literally eat them as fast as I can like time each other to see how fast we could eat this these chicken nuggets just for fun and like that is so crazy to me and I think that's like in the fastest way possible it's like such a good representation of like what era I was going through I have always been the type of girl who would like do her hair do her makeup love dressing up love just enjoying life and I went from that into like completely opposite of who I was I wasn't wearing makeup I wasn't even wearing bras I was wearing sweatpants every single day like to school eating like Taco Bell every single day hiding my food because I would go and work at a real estate office and come home and literally sneak my like McDonald's bags into my purse so my parents wouldn't see that I was eating fast food daily Uh, after ordering Uber Eats to work it just was unhealthy. I lost myself completely. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know who I wanted to become. And it just was a dark time. Okay, so next, cue the healing journey. This was a process. And it's why I think that like you just can't obviously wake up and be like, I'm entering my healed girl era and like do it in a really short time. No, healing is a process that goes on for the rest of our lives where we have to consider and prioritize our mental health, our well-being, the people around us, who was surrounded by us, because that has a huge impact on how we are as people and how we operate. So that was something I learned. I essentially learned about the world and how I by the choices and decisions I've made or make will impact me in the future or in my current situation. So I started paying attention to first me and like what the root cause was. And it was just like my viewpoint on relationships. Like I was zero to 100. And until I found like my current boyfriend, Zachary, uh, I needed to figure my situation out because I essentially would just change my entire personality for whoever I was with. Like, even if it was a friendship, if they were all into partying, I'd go crazy and be a party girl. If they're super into studying, I'd be like that smart academic girl. Like who I was influenced by like who I was surrounded by so much. And I needed to understand that about myself. And like, as much as I wanted to change it at that time, it was easier to just change who I was hanging around with because 
I knew that was a direct impact on like my own energy and my own mental health. So I started paying more attention to who I was with. I started paying more attention to how I behaved and the reasons why I was doing things and questioning my sanity a little bit. Like, so instead of like getting really jealous of someone's success, like I learned to teach myself to prioritize like building up women like and wanting to be and root for them you know because their success is not a reflection of me it's nothing to do with me and if anything being around successful people is going to make you more successful because you get the tips you get the to be around that positive energy etc so I learned about that I considered what I actually believed in because on social media and the, the day and age we live in now we're constantly being fed information some of that is false and it's really hard to figure out like what you want like what is your style is what are you even wearing right now and why like are you wearing it because everyone else is wearing it and you think that's cool or you actually like what you're wearing like why did you dye your hair like did you do it because you're going through a crisis and you just needed a change that's okay or, or did you actually like it right now or you know are you doing it did you cut your hair short because your boyfriend said that he would like you with short hair like questioning why I was doing things and learning how to do things for me was the biggest step to my healing journey and you might think like how are these things related to health and fitness I say with confidence that if you want to enter a health and fitness journey where you stay in it for good and for life where you prioritize your actual health the mental health part number one you have to figure out why you're doing it back when I was in grade 12 I was doing it because I wanted to be skinny Back when I gained a lot of weight, I was doing it because that felt good in the moment and I wanted it to be easy. So I needed to figure out what I wanted for my life and that vision that I had for my life and not let anyone else's opinions affect that vision. Not let what I think the world wants me to do or become affect that vision, but be who I authentically was. And that took me a really long time. And that's what your early 20s are for, your 20s are for in general. I know people who are in their 30s and they haven't got it figured out and nobody has it figured out. But once I figured out like what I wanted to be, um, that my opinions are mine, <laughs> my viewpoints on the world are okay. And just because I'm like, I'm a very positive person and I meet someone who's negative and they think I am stupid, for instance, like that's not an impact of me. And it's essentially just building my self-confidence. That is when I started entering a fitness journey that was healthy and sustainable because I wasn't doing it for anyone else. I wasn't losing weight for a guy. I wasn't trying to be skinny to look like these girls on back then in the magazines, but nowadays TikTok. I was entering this journey because I already healed myself in terms of like my, my strategies for when I go through a hard time and the way that I know I should be treating myself, uh, my positive self-talk and affirmations, like surrounding myself with amazing people and loving them and having them love me and honoring that. Once I got that down, I was able to then focus on the next step, which was I have my mental health figured out, <laughs> figured out, prioritized. Now, how can I prioritize the health of my body? And that, my friends, is step one of how to enter your fitness girl or gym girl era for good. And that is figure out why you want to be here right now. Why are you watching this video? Why are you listening to this podcast? Is it for somebody else or is it for you? And if it's not, 
let's go back to what I just talked about before. Listen to some of my other podcasts. Let's get your mindset fixed. Uh, let's make it healthier and like let's build your confidence because girl, you're you're capable of it. And you are you're I'm, I can already tell you you are so valuable. Like you are amazing, uh, and you are loved. So like let's figure that out first, and then we'll go into step two. Okay, step two is figuring out what's actually realistic. Going back to like you know the process. I think every woman can relate to of gaining weight, losing weight, gaining weight, losing weight. That yo-yo effect. How can we stop that? And the answer is like, you're never going to. Uh, I think like in some seasons of life, like for instance, December, I love my Christmas cookies and I'm not going to say no to that. And I think that's a part of like being this like a lifestyle habit, like sustainable. I'm not going to not eat like turkey on holidays and like with gravy and stuffing and mashed potatoes just because I have to consider my weight. It's not about that. It's about a lifestyle change. It's not a diet. So figure out what is realistic for you because I'm not going to suggest diet culture. I'm going to suggest healthy culture, which is a balance of eating healthy and enjoying the foods you want because that is what's going to make you healthy mentally, love your life, and also be able to achieve a healthy body weight forever. Okay. Another thing you should consider is how often can you realistically work out? We all are busy ladies. Some of us have two jobs. Some of us, some of us have three jobs. Some of us have side hustles, or we just want to prioritize our relationships or our friendships. And some of us need a lot of time for self-care. So how often can you realistically exercise in a week uh, that is not going to be forceful to you? For me, I would love, I, my goal is three to four times. I would love to be able to do three times at the gym and then like two times as like a fun activity, like swimming or hiking or whatever. That is for me. Uh, for you, I say go with whatever the path of least resistance is. If you can go to the gym and you like that, that's great. Go to the gym, go as often as you can for your schedule, like that fits within like your easy flow, if that makes sense. Like uh, take breaks, don't force yourself to go. If you don't want to, if you're feeling sick, don't go, that's not sustainable. Uh, but if you are not a gym girly, but you want to enter your gym girl era, you still can do workout videos at home. Go for a hike, go for a walk, go for a swim, uh, dance, join Zumba with a friend. Uh, if you want to be around friends and you don't have the extra time to spend at the gym, ask your friend to do something active. Like those little lifestyle changes are, is, is what's going to make the biggest difference over a long period of time. If you're hanging out, getting coffee with your friends sitting down, Get Starbucks with your friend and go for a walk. Okay, the next step of entering your gym girl era, getting healthy, feeling fit, feeling the best version of you, what is that? And that is all about food. Let's talk about it. This can be triggering. I know that. That is why my first thing is don't count calories. I know some people do it. Uh, and that it works for some people. I think for a lot of girls, we become obsessive, especially the girls that I know are listening to this podcast who are all about like type A girlies, like checklist girlies, get organized girlies, zero to 100 girlies. I with confidence can say, I think most of the women who would enjoy my type of content are going to be the women that start obsessing about the amount of calories. And they're going to see that if they go over that their, their budget, that is a failure and feel bad about that. So don't set yourself up for failure. Try to set yourself up for success and getting excited about that. And the way I would suggest it, and this is what I've been doing, it works for me, is counting my protein intake. So hear me out. The what I liked about calorie counting is what it made me slow down and actually notice like the calories that were in the food I was eating. And sometimes like for instance, like the microwavable mac and cheeses, I would just eat it out of convenience and I didn't even like it. Like it did not taste good, but it was like 650 calories and like so much sodium and it was not good for me. Uh, and I didn't even like it. So why would I put something in my body that is bad for me that I don't even enjoy? It's one thing if it's like, I don't know, a McDouble on a Friday night after I've had a few glasses of wine, like that is worth it. Cause I love 
love it. Uh, but if I know something's high in calories and has no nutritional value and I don't even like it, like what is the point? Oops, <laughs> sorry, I'm hitting the microphone. Regardless, what I'm saying is don't put food in your body that's bad for you and you hate it too. If you're going to eat something that's unhealthy, make sure you love it, girl. And that's okay. But just like being able to count calories in that aspect was good because it made me understand like what I was eating and if that was worth it, if the healthy food, you know, was worth it or not. And it made me rethink like my snacks. For instance, like I like uh, like a movie snack and I love popcorn and I also love chips equally. So when I would calorie count, I would notice that the chips were way worse for me than just like my microwavable popcorn. And that got me thinking, oh, okay, like that's an easy swap. Instead of my chips, I'll go have popcorn most of the time whenever I'm like, whenever it's equal to me, if that makes sense. Um, and I think that's good. With that being said, tracking every single thing you eat, I think is obsessive. I think it is not fun. I think it just contributes for a bad life. Like no girly wants to go out on the beach with their friends and order an ice cream cone from like the little truck and be like, oh gosh, I had to write this in my fitness pal. Like absolutely not. Like that does not sound fun to me and I wouldn't recommend it. But instead, what I found works for me personally is the perfect combination. It takes the things I liked about calorie counting in terms of being able to really slow down for a second and think about what I'm eating and if it's worth it. Uh, and if it's healthy, if I'm getting enough like fruits and vegetables, et cetera, in my diet, uh, but without the obsessiveness of it or like having to do this all the time when I'm out with friends or just like every single, like tracking everything I eat. And that is tracking my protein. So I try to get like a certain amount of protein in a day. And that is for like, essentially because I do lift weights, uh, it really, I notice when I take or like a higher level of protein in a day, I see the results more in terms of my workouts. Like if I were to, I used to work out like three to four times a week. Uh, and I have seen more, way more results from working out the exact same and doing the exact same workouts when I eat more protein than I didn't. My, my muscles look like a little bit, I shouldn't say ripped because I'm not ripped by any means, but like I, I personally see a little bit more definition. I feel better. I feel less bloated. I feel more full. Uh, eating more protein has really changed my life and the way I just view how I nourish my body. And that is essentially, I am paying attention to like the calories, but I'm not really tracking everything, single thing I eat. So it gets me no, like noticing, like if I'm at home, I'll like look at the, not the calorie amounts, but like the protein amounts, the sodium, the fiber, et cetera. The things are actually good for you. Like, cause sometimes like things like avocados, they're high in calories, but they're good for you. So instead of paying attention to that number, I pay attention to the actual, like what's actually in the food and I'll track the protein. So that way, it gets me thinking and considering like what I'm actually putting into my body while I'm also, you know, not being so, so hard on myself. Another tip I have when you're starting out with your health and fitness journey is add in things, don't take away things. So when you're starting, don't be like, okay, I'm not going to eat ice cream. I'm not going to eat my nighttime snack. I'm not going to do A, B, C, D, E, F, G. <laughs> like instead add things. So don't change your diet right away, but say things like, okay, I'm going to add more vegetables. I'm going to eat more carrots or, okay, I'm going to drink more water or I'm going to start walking more. Don't take away bad habits because taking away those habits are a lot harder to do than just implementing new healthy habits. So focus on those healthy habits first and how they make you feel. And if, because you're setting yourself up for success, you're going to feel good about these healthy habits. And then those bad habits, they're going to be easier to reduce in time, like over a long period of time. Another tip I have is find healthy snacks that you actually enjoy. Going back to like the swap between chips and popcorn, that was a big one for me. I personally, like one of my favorite snacks when I'm craving something super sweet is pineapple. 
in a pan with some brown sugar and cinnamon. It tastes to me like the filling of an apple pie. It is so good. It's warm. It's comforting. It's cold. I think it's like Brazilian pineapple or something. I used to, this is the only good thing I took from my grade 12 fitness journey because I used to eat this all the time, but I actually loved it. And it is so satisfying when you're craving something sweet and it's a little bit healthier. So like whatever that is for you, like try out fun new recipes that are healthy and find what you enjoy. And then that's easier to like swap out something that like you don't really enjoy that much for something that you do. Like for instance, I love my protein bars. I love my, there's like these uh, gummies that are called smart sweets and they taste like not as great as my gummies, but basically similar. And like, that's an easy swap. So when I'm craving gummies, sometimes I'll just have those gummies, like the normal ones, because I think it's, you know, I mean, we're normal human beings. And if I want gummy bears, I'm going to eat gummy bears. But if I'm like, oh, I want them, but you know, I don't really need them. I'll swap them out once in a while. And that's something that I do that's sustainable. Uh, and I try to do it when I can, but if there's like, it's again, the path of least resistance, like if I really just want that craving, like I'm going to give into it. And that I think is healthy. Okay. The next step to entering your gym girl era is finding movements that you love. What is going to be maintainable for you? Don't come out here being like, I'm going to be a 4am gym girly every single day of the week because that is setting yourself up for failure. And we're not doing this on that podcast, on the side of the podcast. We are being healthy girls. Okay. We're going to be like that girls, but in a way that makes us feel good about ourselves. Let's not do that to ourselves. I mean, if you are someone who loves to wake up early and that's who you are, good on you girl, do that. But if you are like me, that's not sustainable. So figure out what is going back to the movements you love. Do that. How often can you work out that's sustainable for you? If you feel sick, don't go to the gym. If you need a mental health day, don't go to the gym. Yesterday I wanted to work. I Yesterday I wanted to work out. I love, I actually really like working out because it makes me feel so good after I go. Like the rush of endorphins, like it helps my mental health so much. I've noted about this before. Like if you're someone that struggles with anxiety, like, oh my goodness, getting to the gym can be hard. But after you go, you're, you feel so good. It's almost addicting because like that feeling is like the best feeling. I like uh, one of the best feelings out there, like the after gym feels. And I really wanted to go but I just had too much to do in the day I'm going on a vacation after right after I filmed this podcast with my boyfriend so excited uh follow me on TikTok to see my vlogs at the get up and glow podcast uh with that being said I just couldn't work out and as much as I wanted to and I felt guilty I said you know am I gonna force myself to go to the gym at 11 o'clock at night no, it's a work night. I'm going to go get sleep because that's what I need. And that's the thing. It's give and take, not putting pressure on yourself, creating a maintainable routine uh, and uh, redefining how you think about exercise. That's going to be something that's going to allow you to stay in your gym girl era and not just have it be like this big unhealthy uh, phase that's in your life that like when you obsess about it, you fail and you feel like crap. Okay. The fifth and final step of how to enter and stay in your uh, gym girl era and feel like you're the healthiest version of you is positive reinforcement. Lean into the stuff that you like. For me, I love finding like healthy snacks, like especially the ones like the protein snacks on Amazon or in the grocery stores, like that actually taste good. Cause to me, I'm like, yes, bonus. Like I get something that tastes good and I have something that's like decently good for me, but it tastes the exact same. Like the boom chicka pop or whatever. I don't know. That's just a random example. That like is, gives me a little high. Cause I'm like, yes, this is so exciting. Like although those snacks can be expensive, like that's something I love to do. Or for instance, if I'm like doing really good in terms of like, taking care of myself, uh, I will sometimes invest in like a new little workout outfit. I find that's a great way to re-inspire yourself. That's a tip that we all heard, which is why I didn't include it in the top. Uh, but what I will say is instead of going right to the Lululemon store, girlies, check out Poshmark. I get all my Lululemon stuff from there. Or find the smart way to shop. For instance, what I'm wearing now 
looks like the Lululemon Define tank, right? A hundred and whatever dollars. No, no, no. It was $19.99 Canadian from Amazon. Uh, look up Lululemon Define tank dupes. It will pop up in every single color you want, built in bra. It's amazing, ladies. Um, so do things like that. Like make the sustainable choice. Make sure like, you actually, like you're going to wear it uh, and you're not just like blowing it because some girl on TikTok is telling you that these $200 gym pants are to make your butt look amazing. Like unless you really, really want to, like make smart spending choices. And finally, my biggest tip is to follow the influencers that are actually like they give you tips, but in a way that makes you feel good about yourself. I think there's a difference between being aspirational and being unattainable. Figure out what that line is for you. And if you're following people who motivate you, but also make you feel horrible because you know that you just can never get to their level and you, you'll know, cause you can, you'll see that, like feel the thoughts like coming through. And like, when you recognize that, stop and be like, this is not healthy for me. Hit the unfollow button. Like don't follow the people that make you feel bad about yourself. It's okay. I did that unfollowing journey thing a long time ago and it was life-changing for me your whole goal on social media should be going on and scrolling on your for you page or scrolling on your feed and everything on that should be something that makes you feel good you should say oh my god my friend got a house good for her love that for her cheer her cheer her on like happy for her success move on okay this is like a really cool healthy recipe that looks so yummy okay I love that that's so exciting save go through and be like okay someone's working out today and like they have a really cute outfit on like that makes me motivated but if you go and say oh this person is showing a what I eat in a day video 1200 calories in a day 4am workouts like hustling and doesn't work oh, this makes me feel like crap unfollow that person, uh, figure out what works for you, surround yourself by positive energy, going back to the original premise of what I said earlier, like you are who you surround yourself with in terms of friends and relationships, that goes for your online world too, and if not, even more, because our screen time is crazy, you're spending like, well, like three, let's be real, more like six to seven hours a day, uh, maybe if you're not a content creator, but on your phone, being stimulated and exposed to everything you see there. So make sure that that whatever you're being exposed to is something that's going to contribute well to your mental health, your well-being, your health and fitness, whatever it is. Make sure it's positive. And friendly reminder that progress over perfection is what you need to always, always, always be trying to obtain. And growth is not linear. You know, we're going to enter in eras of our lives where we can work out, we have, we're less busy, we're more motivated. And then sometimes where we're going through something and going to the gym is harder. And it's, it, there is more like friction. And so we can't go often. And maybe we're entering around Christmas time, you know, and we're excited, we're eating, we're spending time with friends and family and we can't work out. It's not going to be this like straight line to success because newsflash, like there is never a straight line to success and all the most successful people that you look and you're probably idolizing, you're just seeing highlight reels. You're not seeing their dips. You don't see my dips, which is why I try to be open about my dips. Um, but it's not going to ever be 100% linear. So know that, honor that, that is okay. Uh, and with that being said, thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Get Up and Glow podcast. I hope this helps you enter a fitness journey that is going to be, make you feel good about yourself, that it's going to be easier for you. You know, something that is like a lifestyle change in terms of like the way you view exercise and the way you view fueling your body. Like it should be a positive thing. It should be an exciting thing. It shouldn't be something that's scary. It shouldn't be something that is really hard for, hard for you in terms of like mental health. Like let yourself eat the junk food when you really want it. Like one McDonald's meal on a Friday night is not going to 
kill you. You know, doing what I did before, like eating it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, like for oh, years and years, like maybe, okay? But like, it's all about balance. Uh, don't focus on perfection. Perfection does not exist. Focus on being the best you can be in whatever given day you are in. Give yourself grace. It's going to be okay. You're doing amazing. If someone hasn't told you that today, you're doing amazing. I'm proud of you. Uh, and if you like this podcast, again, please subscribe. Like this video if you're watching it on YouTube. Follow me on socials. My personal account is Madison with one D dot Haynes. And our TikTok for the podcast is at the Get Up and Glow podcast. Please come and follow me if you like these tips and if they're helpful to you, let me know. Like DM me and be like, Madison, like this actually helped me. I know you feel crazy because like you're one of the only people going on here being like, yeah, this, the that girl tips are toxic, but let me like make them good. <laughs> but you like, tell me if you hear me out. Tell me if you appreciate this and let me know what other podcasts you'd like to listen to because I will make them. I love when you guys reach out to me and tell me that you're enjoying my content. It makes my day so much. Uh, I feel like we're besties. So if you're listening, whatever you're listening to, if you made it to the end, we are besties. Just know that like DM me, whatever you want. I'm here for you, girl. Um, I love it with that being said. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you find it helpful. And with that being said, until next time, bye.